Welcome to the Pathway to Paradise podcast, a personal development podcast designed to help you to heal, grow, and connect to your soul. I'm your host, Kayla Parody, and here we simplify the spiritual through authentic conversations that guide you to your soul's purpose. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Pathway to Paradise podcast. Today's episode comes highly requested, and I'm so excited to dive in because I did a poll over on Instagram to ask you guys what you would be curious about learning about. And a lot of you responded saying you want to learn how to read energy. And I feel like this topic is really important, especially now, just because there's so much out there. There's so many things that can influence your energy negatively, whether it's other people or situations or places. And we have to be careful. We really, truly do. I've had a couple of my own tough lessons in this area, especially in regards to other people, where, you know, it's important to get that good read of who the person truly is and what their intentions are. Because not everybody out there is, uh, you know, angelic and in it for the best intentions. So making sure that you're kind of able to read between the lines can be really, really helpful. And I want to explore this topic today. I want to talk about how to read the energy of a room, of a situation, of a person. But before I dive in, I wanted to address a certain like question that I feel some of you who are listening may have around this topic. And I want to address it right off the bat because it's important. And that is, is reading a person's energy an invasion of their privacy? And I wanted to touch on this because I've had a few people talk to me about this or ask about this particular concept. And to me, I feel that it's not. It's not an invasion of privacy. And I'm going to tell you why. First off, when you look at animals out in nature, you're going to see even like your own pets even babies, they're very, very naturally going to be reading the energy of the room, of the surroundings of certain people. Like if you have, if you're a mom and you've seen like how babies, sometimes they will cry around certain people. They don't want to be held by certain people. And that's because they're, you know, not knowingly, but they are reading the energy of that person. And they're, they're realizing, mm-mm. I don't want to be around that. And that's okay. And, you know, we have to learn how to do this kind of thing too. Animals in the wild do this all the time as well. Um, Pets do this. And another thing around this, like, question of, is it an invasion of privacy? The way I look at it is, you know, naturally when you see someone, if you see someone walking down the street and let's say they have, like, dirty clothes, they've got holes in their jeans, and they're just, they haven't cut their hair in a long time, you might look at that person and make some judgments or assumptions. That's completely natural. Don't feel bad if you do this. It's something that everybody does. And, you know, you might make those judgments based on their external. But when you read someone's energy, 
you're looking at it from a deeper level. You're looking at it from a deeper perspective. And what you're actually tuning into when you're tuning into their energy, you're also tapping into kind of like their beliefs and also just like their soul, right? So sometimes you might see that person, you know, who's like dirty and got holes in their jeans and you're making some kind of assumption or judgment, but then you tune into like their energy and you read their energy and behind that you just feel this really grounded, humble, down-to-earth person that wouldn't hurt a fly and is just like a really hard worker, you know? And so knowing how to do this is a skill and it's something that we can lean on and especially in today's time. And I feel like it's so beneficial to do this and it can go the other way too, right? So you you see someone, maybe their external appearance is like a little bit off, but you tune into their energy and behind it, it's just like, wow, this is the most loving, caring person ever. It can go the other way too. And this actually happened to me this past weekend, you know, being in an encounter with a person who was kind of like, really like the life of the party, really funny. Everybody was kind of like surrounding this person, but then starting to read into their energy and realizing that there was actually a a darkness, you know, really hidden underneath all of that persona. And this is why I'm kind of passionate about reading people's energy, because when you look at the external and you just look at the outside and you look at like the way they talk and who they hang out with. Maybe you're like, get a certain impression of someone. But when you read their energy, then you start to actually feel on a vibrational level, on a frequency, what they're all about, what their intentions are. And then you can then decide if that's someone you want to invite or accept into your energy. Because anytime we interact with another person, we're interacting with their energetic field, which means that we're interacting with their frequency. We're interacting with their thoughts, their beliefs, their emotional energy. We're connected to all of it. We're plugged into all of it. And so learning how to read people, places, situations can help you to understand the bigger picture of what's going on and really keep you safe. Okay. And this is also good. It's a a great skill to have if you're an entrepreneur and you're focused on sales, because you also need to know when it's the right time to nurture or clear up the client communication or make an offer. And by learning how to read the energy of a situation, You can do this and it will eliminate imposter syndrome in your energy field because when you feel so aligned with knowing what's the right move, you don't feel like an imposter. All right. So let's talk about how we do this. How do we actually read energy? So I hope that first initial introduction helped to kind of clear up any maybe questions or objections around this concept of reading other people's energy. And before I get into the how-to, I also want to say, you know, there's sometimes when I get into conversation with people and they know what I do, 
and they know that I'm a psychic. They know that I'm intuitive. You know, they're always asking like, oh my gosh, are you reading me right now? And the thing is, is that usually I am, but it's not in a way where I'm like gathering up all this information as ammo, right? I just do it just the same way as like a wild animal would or a pet would. I'm just reading the energy of the situation. And it's really a natural thing. It's something that all of us can do. And I feel like we should do. And it's a skill that you can develop and practice that's really beneficial. Okay. So here's how to read energy. The first thing you need to know is we're going to be using a combination of the following psychic senses. We're going to be tapping into and talking about claircognizance, which is your inner knowing, clairsentience, which is your psychic feeling or your emotions, and your clairvoyance, your psychic vision. And you do not need to be a master at any one of these abilities. You just need to know what they are and what your strengths are in order to make it happen in order to read someone's energy or read the energy of the room, okay? And what I mean by know what your strengths are is like know if you're particularly skilled at, say, clairsentience. So this would be somebody who identifies as an empath, maybe somebody who sees themselves or has had other people call them sensitive, emotionally sensitive. This is someone who would be having a strong um, clairsentience. So that would be a skill for you and be something that you should probably really rely on when you're reading the energy of a room or a situation or a person. Okay. So I have a little acronym for you to break this down. If you're taking notes, this would be a good time to write this down. Also, um, if you have any questions around this concept, around how to read energy, and there's something that you feel like, hmm, you know, I, I, there's something more. I have another question about this. Just reach out to me via Instagram or Facebook. My Instagram handle is pathway2.paradise. You can find me on Facebook, Kayla Parody. I love receiving your questions. I love answering these kinds of things. So I wanted to throw that out, out there before we dive into the content or the training piece of this, okay? All right, so the acronym that we're using is READ, R-E-A-D. All right, so the first one, R, is response. So the first thing that you want to do is you want to tune into how your body is responding to the person, room, or situation. So you could literally do this right now. You could try this right now. As you're hearing my voice, wherever it is that you are, whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to feel in your body how it's responding to my energy. So we're going to practice this, okay? So just feel into it. Do you have flutters in your heart? Are you feeling excited? Are you feeling curious? Are your hairs standing up on the back of your neck? Let's hope not, <laughs> but it can happen. Do you feel warm? Do you feel happy? All of these things are clues into what this person, place, or thing is doing to your energy field. So that's the first kind of psychic information that you want to gather. 
So you can do that now. You could do that the next time you go to the grocery store. But I want you to just tune in. Like, what is the feeling that's coming up in my body? You know, what is this doing? What is this triggering in my energy field? All right. And then the next piece, E, is environment. This is the second piece that you need to tune into. And you need to scan the environment for any clues using your clairvoyance, so your psychic vision. So if you don't know what that is and you've never experienced clairvoyance, I don't want you to worry about it so much. Um, If you're kind of like one of my listeners who's maybe more curious, you're more of a spiritual seeker and you're just kind of starting, you're just starting to awaken and explore these kinds of things. And maybe you're like, I don't even know what that is. I've never experienced clairvoyance before. That's fine. Okay. I want you to just listen you know, take that bit of information, kind of store it in the back of your brain. And when it's ready to come forward for you, it's going to come forward. I didn't experience clairvoyance for the longest time. And for me, it fully switched on after I took my Reiki certification training. And I really feel like it was just having that opportunity to sit in meditation and finally just kind of be and quiet down all of the internal noise, which was something that I had never done. I was a young mom. I was always busy, always on the go. And I took my Reiki level one and we spent just about the whole weekend in meditation. And that was the first time I had ever done anything like that. And when I came out of it, I started to notice my psychic abilities really coming on and clairvoyance was a big one, really starting to see energy um, and, and what that looks like and how it shows up and like identifying what it was. So depending on where you're at on your journey, you know, this may or may not be a skill that you can use. But if it is, I want you to try this. You use your clairvoyance to really scan the environment. Or if you're reading the energy of a person, you're going to be looking at their aura. You're going to be looking at the field around their body. Some things that you want to watch out for if you're scanning somebody's aura or even like the aura or energy of a room or a thing. Some things you want to watch out for is watch out for those like dark kind of muggy colors black, dark green, gray, brown. Watch out for any kind of dense looking energy, heavy looking energy or shadowy type of energy. Okay. So those are some things you want to watch out for when you're using your clairvoyance to really tune into the environment of either the room that you're in or the environment around that person. Like basically their aura is like this energetic orb around their body and it can show up in a variety of different ways but those darker colors those are the ones you want to watch out for and I'm just going to go ahead and say probably avoid you know that kind of energy and interacting with that kind of energy some great colors to interact with 
ones that you may want to welcome into your field would be like blue. Blue is a healing color, very peaceful, very loving. Um, pink is a playful, joyful, youthful energy. Orange is a peaceful energy, nurturing, comforting. Yellow is also a great one. Purple, that would be somebody who's very psychic, who's a mystic, who's very intuitive. So those are a few examples off the top of my head. Red red can kind of go a couple different ways. Red can be a person who's very passionate and they're very sensual. They're very much in their feminine. They're very much in their love, in their passion. It can also be, just depending on like the hue or the shade of red, it can also be a little bit of anger. So you have to be careful with that one too, okay? Um Red is mainly indicative of like a passionate type of energy though. So it just depends on the situation, what that's going to activate in that particular person. So just be mindful of that. So another thing with the environment is if clairvoyance isn't a strong skill for you, if you've never experienced psychic vision and you don't know what that's like, um, you can also use clairsentience in this area too. So like literally feeling if there's a denseness in the energy around a person or in a situation or in a room, feeling if it like if it feels heavy, if it feels hard to breathe, if it feels muggy, these are places, spaces, situations, people that you probably don't want to interact with. If it's feeling light, if it's feeling clear, if it's feeling inspiring and peaceful, that is somewhere that you want to be, okay? That's the kind of energy that you want to surround yourself with. All right. The next piece, A, is awareness, okay? So this is the part where you attune to your higher self, your inner knowing, and really truly listen to what it is telling you, all right, so you may get some information coming through, some thoughts in your mind. Like with me, for example, as soon as anyone lies to me, I always hear they're lying. Like just like my higher self comes through straight away. It's just like they're lying. That's a lie. And just assess it just really blunt, really clear cut. And also, by the way, if you know me personally and you're hearing this and, you, and that scares you, don't worry, okay? Because I honestly believe that everybody has their, their reasons for letting little white lies slip here and there. And I almost never call people out on their lies because of that, because I understand the deeper meaning. And usually I can read into that deeper meaning too. So I usually just like let it go and I'm not going <laughs> to judge you for it. So if you're hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, I better not lie to her. Just don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway, you might get something like that. You might get like a clear download, a clear thought that just comes through from your awareness to tell you information about this person's energy or about the energy of the room, okay? And this is like when you walk into a room or a space and you just have this knowing, like something happened here. 
you know? I, I know some of you listened, listening have experienced that. Or um, you've gone to maybe gone into an old building and you've had that sensation where you can like, you can feel the history kind of playing out. You can feel the energy of it. That's your higher self-awareness because your higher self-awareness has access to information across space and time. And so that's when it's coming through and it's kind of signaling you to let you know the, the energetic read of the place that you're in or the environment that you're in. Okay. So the final piece, D, is decide. And this is the most important part of reading energy. You have to decide what you're going to do with the read that you got. You have to take an action or a response because if you do an energy read and you just sit with it, you won't be strengthening your intuition at all because intuition is empowerment. And so you want to take that empowerment. You want to make a decision. You want to make a call. So in those moments, you have to either accept the read, the energy read and say, okay, I will engage or allow that into my energy field or you set a boundary and let it go and remove it from your field altogether. Okay. So as a summary, we have the acronym READ, which stands for R, which is your response, your body response. E, which is the environment. That's when you're using either your clairvoyance or your clairsentience to look around or feel around for those cues. Then A, your awareness, your listening to or feeling or thinking those different bits of information that are coming through from higher self. And then finally, D, decide. This is where you make your decision. You make that call on whether or not you want that energy in your space, if you want to accept it or not. So these are the four keys that you need to remember for reading energy. Now, I want you to take this information, this training or this teaching, and I want you to try and apply it to your life. I want you to see how you can make this work for you. I want you to play it out in your day-to-day life, knowing that this is a skill that you can strengthen. This is something that as you continue to play with it and you continue to get curious about it and develop it and refine it, it can be truly beneficial to you. And the more you practice, the better you're going to get. All right. So if you have any questions for me around this topic and you want to explore it more, send me a message. I love hearing from you. I also love hearing your experiences and your stories and how the podcast episodes relate to your life and what it is that you're going through. So if you have anything of that where maybe you read an energy of a person or situation, you feel like, oh my gosh, I I got it wrong. Um, I read this person wrong. Now what? You know, and you have a discussion that you want to have with me around that. I would love to go deeper with you. Just send me a message. Like I said, over on Instagram, it's pathway2.paradise or on Facebook, Kayla Parody. 
Okay. I hope that you have a beautiful day and I will catch you back here again next week for another episode of Pathway to Paradise podcast. Hey, Angel, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it out into the world. Take a screenshot, share it on your socials or with a friend, or even better, leave a five-star review. My mission with this podcast is to help as many women as possible to become empowered in their soul purpose dreams, and your support helps me help others. Thank you for being here, and I will see you again next week.